Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another edition of the Michigan Football Breakdown focused on the defense with the man himself. They call him Vance, and he got tired of people talking about Devin Gardner style. He said, I'm the originator of style, so let me come. Let me come with my own headgear. Here is Vance Bedford. And by the way, folks, we will have Al Borch. You know, this week took a little longer to prepare. So we're going live with Al later on tonight. Don't worry, that's coming. But we had to go with Vance first. So, so Vance, welcome. Well, it's it's, it's Ohio State week, man. How you feeling? I had to bring out, you know, I had to bring out the Derby brother. And Devin, Devin, we wearing that Eskimo hat. This is live from Chicago, right? This is beaver up here, brother. I got the real deal, holy field. That's all I got to tell you right now. I am ready to go. But I want you to think about something. See, I'm gonna bring out these things right here. But what was that? See, you know, my, my four years, first four years at Michigan, two conference championship, one national championship, and I still got this beautiful thing right here. It, it, it's, it's for right. Rose Bowl when we beat Washington State for the national championship. Oh, well, let me That's what we're playing for, Sam. That's what we're playing for. A little something, a little something from last season. Autographed by Lloyd Carr. All right, now we're talking. Now we're talking. There you go right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. You know, we listen, we do it big over here, Vance. I know that's right. I know that's we do right. Big over here, man. So here's the thing, man. So before we talk about Ohio State, we have to reflect upon last season. We gotta talk about the Illinois game. And it was, I gotta give you your props, Vance. It was one of those deals where you said, Sam. I'm worried about Illinois. Sam, look out for Illinois. Sam, Illinois is for real. Illinois is serious. What? What's up? So, Vance, let me give you your credit. You know, you the godfather, you the papa, you big, you big, like I said, you big brother almighty because you called it on those Illini. They came to play last week. Anytime a team like that plays good defense, they do two things. They they were they a lot like us. One on offense, what do they do? They run the football. When you run the football, you shorten the game. And now your defense can stay fresh, play good special team. On top of that, defensively, they're a pressure team. They play man-to-man. They get in your face. They attack gaps. They go out to stop what you're trying to do. So you want to stop the run with man blitzes to stop the run and say, hey, J.J., you want to beat us? Throw the football. And then, of course, Blake goes out of the game, and all of a sudden it became real difficult for J.J. to have success throwing the football. Yeah, it did, and and you look at what Illinois was doing defensively. Talked about this a little bit in the film study, but Vance, uh, I mean, they they came. Most of the teams that we've seen, and you would you would recognize this better than me, but it seemed like most of the teams they play came. You know, they everything was based in a, in a too high shell, and they that that was their that's how they they got to whatever they wanted to get to. This team, they made everything look like. They were playing man to man, and and the way that they were able to get to their zone looks from it showed you that they're, they're a well coached unit with some talented guys in that defensive backfield 
who really communicated well. Now, there were some times, there were some openings out there. But, boy, they were pretty sound. They're well coached, and they have some talent on that defense. They do. And watching those guys play, because they're more of a man-to-man. And they play zone. They play a matchup zone, which is a lot of tendencies playing man-to-man. So when your disguise comes off the man look, it's easier to do things. When I watch Michigan's offense, the type of motions they do, pretty simple. I mean, you motion uh, from two by two to three by one or three by one to two by two, no return motion, none of that. So as you game plan, you game plan against what you have to see. And because of that, it's easier to disguise things. So all of a sudden now J.J., he drops back, he thinks it's one coverage or something else. They run from zone to man or man to zone. So now he has no idea what to go to football. At the same time, they caused J.J. a couple of times to scramble away from his receivers by getting pressure in his face. So, again, my props are off to, to Illinois' defensive staff and defense. I said that earlier. They do things that can hurt us offensively, and it showed up on Saturday. All right, so so lay out the list of things that you saw in in the game Saturday that you said they better clean that up or Ohio State is going to exploit it. We've been talking about this the whole, whole year, Sam. Up tempo. Guess what we saw Saturday? Up tempo. Next thing is FSL. Guess what we saw Saturday? FSL. Then we got motion off of FSL. And again, we had confusion. So we got to clean those things up. Number one, up tempo. We looked to the sideline a lot, but what Illinois did, they're on the ball and going. I've already seen Ohio State go up tempo. So get ready for that. The next thing is inside zone. We got hurt probably about four or five big plays. On inside zone with our guys getting scooped inside, saying we're a better movement team. I'm talking about we bring rock, we angle in the front of cowboy or blitzing a linebacker. We better off when we do that than sometimes just playing base technique. We got pushed around this past week. That's why, you know, in the other video we talked about my man, 55 grams, son, you're playing 40 snaps. Suck it up. Don't tell me you're tired. I mean, you should be like a camel. You got two humps in your back. That's right. I mean, because he's a good movement guy. He's good feet. He's strong. He plays with great leverage. We, we can't have a chance for a guy. Well, Coach, I, I was laid off the ball. Like, be laid off the ball on your own time. You're on Michigan's time right now. Be early to the dance. So we got to get that cleaned up. We got to get our disguises cleaned up. But more importantly, in the secondary, we cannot have communication issues. We had that several times. So this week, I'm working on FSL. I'm working on tandem stack splits. I'm working on motion stack splits. I'm working on FSL. I've got my man to the field one-on-one where they can get me isolated. I'm not giving them up that. I'm playing outside press on him. We're his own team mostly. We're going to get the ball back and get him back inside the hill. If they catch a fade, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be – I'm going to be hot. Don't let them catch a fade. Don't tell me what this split was this. You talk to somebody who don't know what the hell they're talking about. But don't let him run a fade and a jump ball because that's what he does well, Sam. I'm not letting Marvin Harrison Jr. do that to me. I'm taking that away. And I'm looking at splits. They like to get in cut splits in the slot. He's inside the hash. Get ready for a deep overwrite, attacking zone football. So they got certain tendencies they do. I'm taking that away. I'm taking that away because I'm blitzing from first down, Sam, second down, third down. It could be third and one. I'm blitzing. I don't care. If they, if they go for it on fourth down, I'm blitzing again. I'm saying right now you're in a dog fight. And I'm coming to win. I'm, hey, I'm Mike Tyson. And if you piss me off, I'm going to dance like Muhammad Ali. So you got Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. They got a kid together, Sam. You got the haymakers, and you got the sweet feet like a ballet dancer. That's all I'm saying. 
See, hey, Sam, look at this. Well, my hat's off to you, brother. That's all I've got to say. I'm done. Go ahead. Ask me the next question. So, so you saw some things that they did offensively that sort of translate to Ohio State. Flip the script. Look at the other side. Anything they do defensively, because he, here's what I don't think Ohio State can mimic. Illinois was physical. Now, you know, Ohio State has more talent. Make no mistake. But Illinois is a more physical football team. You mentioned them pushing Michigan around some, and it's, the film don't lie. They they did do that. They did. I just I don't know if if Ohio State can match that that physicality. So when you look at their when you look at their defense, how much of what they did to to Michigan's offense do you think Ohio State can take and try to do to Michigan this weekend? It is twofold. Ohio State, Michigan. Everybody brings their A game physicality. That's not going to be an issue on either side of the ball. I don't talk about Jim Knowles. Scheme-wise, he does some things that can keep you off balance. He gives you one look, and he's doing something totally different. So he does things by disguise, which causes confusion for your offensive line to either get his best rushes one-on-one or to get somebody loose. So scheme-wise, offensively, we need to do some things formationally to get them off balance. For example, if you're in 12 personnel, we get a lot of unbalance. You get four guys to a side. Well, if you go back two weeks ago, we had that formation. We got blitzed off the edge. He's going to do the same thing. So understand, you're getting certain things. He's going to, he's going to attack you. I've been watching uh, Jim Knowles at Oklahoma State, and I'm watching him as a Duke. And I tell you what, he's, he's a brilliant, brilliant defensive coordinator. So we got to be on our A game offensively with formations and motions to cause some confusion because to me, they weak link, but they secondary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Therefore our pass game has to win for us in this ball game. Our pass game got to take advantage of their weakness. And on top of that, can we protect their defensive end? He's number 44. I've watched in the last two ball games. Our offensive tackles by themselves. I don't know if they can man up and handle those guys. We got to find ways to protect them. You know what Illinois did just defensively? Seven man protection. Mm-hmm. They were max protection to get the ball deep. They were concerned about pressure. So, so you're going to bring pressure. We're going to protect with seven guys. We're going to give our quarterback time. So we need to get possibly get ready for some of that. And at the same time, offensively, we need to do some of that. So JJ has time to throw the ball down the field and give our chance for our receivers to get open. Yeah, man, it'll it'll be interesting. You mentioned you think their weak link is the secondary and Jim Knowles, excellent disguise. That was something that was noteworthy to me in watching the games this year. They do a great job of of disguising their disguising their looks, right? Here's the thing, though, Vance. I've seen busts from them. I saw busts from them last week against Maryland. Now we eleven games into the season. It's not new in you always say, say, hey, don't talk to me about a freshman. 11 games into the season. Don't talk to me about it. It's new 11 games into the season. If you bust in at this stage, what it tells me, and they must have a lot of defense in. They must have, they must have a lot of things that they do where and maybe it gets mixed up sometimes. There's some opportunities. Maryland, Maryland hit them through the air. Penn State hit them through the air. Now, I'm not saying Michigan changed their identity, Vance. I mean, they're, they're a ground-and-pound team, but there are some opportunities to back this team off or to hit some plays down the football field 
that I don't know. I mean, especially with with your running backs, both your running backs banged up. If it's me, I'm betting that they probably play, but I know even if they do, they're not 100%. You had to make up for that probably some kind of way. And I think the way that you're going to do that is take advantage of them the way a lot of teams have, and that's taking advantage of that secondary. But one thing we talked about, I don't go back to the Maryland game. You, you told me then, said Maryland has some really good receivers. It's going to be a big test for us, which it really wasn't. I mean, we had an easy game, got to the second half. But they could throw the football. And they've done that throughout the year because, again, they've had some playmakers at the wide receiver. Penn State veteran quarterback who came back from injury from a year ago had some receivers. They've been making plays down the field. Something we haven't done a lot of this year is make plays down the football field. So, again, Ohio State's weakness has not been a strength of ours, and that's our passing game. So how do we do that? People say, well, our guys can't get open. Okay, give me bunch formations, motion to stack formations. Therefore, they can't press our guys. Now they got to play zone or they got to play in and outs to get our guys open. And, again, we just got to run routes better. If, if you're not fast, then you learn how to stem routes. In other words, you work with guys' technique, he's off technique to get yourself open. Certain formations, certain uh, plaxion passes. We, just, we should be great at plaxion pass team. Why? Because run the ball so well. Mm-hmm. It opens up the middle of the field because, again, Ohio State's its own football team. So we running the ball decently and go flash and pass. The middle of the field going to be wide open with, with deep square routes, high-low routes inside to attack the backers inside and attack the safeties. So different ways to do certain things to attack these guys. If we do that, we got a chance. You th- do you anticipate Ohio State playing a lot of man-to-man? I can't imagine they'll play as much man as Illinois just did. But do you- That's not what they do. Now, they can do it, but that's not, what, that's, that's not who their identity is. You don't become a zone team for, for 11 games. All of a sudden, you're going to start playing. Man, just don't do that. You're going to mix it in. Don't get me wrong. But he's a zone guy. He's a zone guy, and he's a, he's a pressure guy. So if that's the situation, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see some man, but why would I play man? He, I can zone blitz and get me a, a, a run stunt off a of pressure that way. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to still say J.J. beat me. There's two things I'm going to do to J.J. I'm going to blitz him. I'm going to make him scramble to his left, not his right. Because now I'm going to make him scramble away from his throwing hand. And see, can he beat me? Can he square his shoulders up and get the ball down the football field? That comes back on a quarterback coach teaching him how if you're going to your left, you got better get your shoulders turned, your hips turned, so now you can follow through and throw a good ball. So I'm going to make him scramble to his left, which he hasn't shown to me, if you do that, that he can throw the ball decently to, th- to attack you down the football field. Well, I know you said, physicality won't be uh, a problem on either side. It was it was enough problem for them last year for Ryan Day to fire half his staff and to be like, hey, we gotta we gotta get more physical. They've been talking about being more physical all offseason. I don't see it, Vance. I don't see a more physical Ohio State. Now that may not that may not be as big of an advantage for Michigan as it would have been if they have two healthy running backs. Like that that's the that's the, the question. It, assuming they play, assuming Blake and, and Donovan play, how close to themselves are they in this game? Because that was one thing. Look, it's not like Illinois last week. Like they all of a sudden start doing, you know, all their run blitz in there. They're bringing their Sam. They're bringing their safe. They didn't just start doing that in the second half, Vance. I mean, they were blowing up. They were blowing up Michigan's tight ends. They were not letting them get to the second level. Right, you just you laid out a bunch of plays where they weren't let. They were not 
that you know you you look at Michigan, Michigan uh, offensively, they were not able to get to the second level the way Illinois was getting to the second level with their offense. Right? It was it was a great great performance in a in a great scheme. That didn't just start in the second half, Vance. Problem was those free hitters that they had didn't matter to Blake Horn. <laughs> Blake had work for him, Vance. I'm going to go back to last year. When we were playing Michigan State, that running back made that offensive line better than what it actually was. He really did. Blake, as good as the offensive line is, Blake makes them better than what they actually are. The other guys can't do that. I'm just, just being honest. I mean, Blake makes the offensive line special. You got to give him credit. Blake is probably the top college running back out there this year for the things he does. And so if I'm at Ohio State right now, I'm telling you right now, I'm thinking, Blake's not going to be 100%. He tried to come back in the third quarter, didn't show up. His running back didn't even play in the game. They played a guy who we don't know who he is, don't even know his name. What kind of running back wears number 41? That's what I'm telling my guys right now. Okay, so that's the first thing. You got a running back playing number 41. I'm talking about he must be a walk-on, so they really die. I don't know. I'm just saying. You remember Sam Gash? You remember Sam Gash? That's yeah. his son. Walk on, okay. So that's why you made a point for me right there. So I'm saying they playing with a walk on at running back defensively. We're gonna we finna knock that offensive line back. If I'm Ohio State defensive coordinator, we're gonna get after them. We're gonna get them in third and long and see can they offensive line protect in a drop back pass situation, which they haven't shown to be good at in third and seven plus. That's why they run the ball, went on first down to be in third and five. So now you see quick outs, or they can run the ball on third and five. On third and seven plus, they haven't shown the ability to protect the quarterback this year. That's what I'm saying. If we went on first down, they gonna it's gonna be three and out. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying down in Columbus right now. Let's went on first down. We give them a third and long, party's over with. They haven't shown that they're third and long that can get convert. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they compensate. Uh, we'll get into this with Al Borges, how they compensate for whatever they wind up miss, if they miss anything. I mean, you know, we've seen guys go out and put on Herculean efforts when they aren't 100%, right? So there's nothing that says that that's not possible here. Maybe, you know, maybe the, the trainers are just superhuman and they can get these dudes feeling like, feeling like they, they are 100%, even if they aren't truly 100%. Those things can happen, but you got to plan for the the possibility, the distinct possibility that's not the case. So Guy just said in the chat, and we are going to be taking questions for Vance. Don't worry, that's that's coming. Also got a special uh, announcement, a special opportunity for you folks that are into Michigan football, are into Jim Harbaugh, are into digital collectibles. Got a special opportunity going to tell you all about uh, here about midway through the show. But for now, Vance, Guy just said in the chat here, Man, Vance is painting a dim picture. This doesn't seem like Michigan has much of a chance. Vance, you coached in this rivalry for three years. Four years. Four years, yeah. As far as I can tell, most of those years, they were saying Michigan didn't have a chance. I'll go back to 95. They got four first-rounders on offense. Orlando Pace in the NFL Hall of Fame. He got a tight end of first-round pick. Heisman Trophy won a tailback. Terry Glenn talking trash about what they're going to do to us. They're number two in the nation. Tim Biakabatuka went for 313 yards. We hit him in the mouth. 
Defensively, we brought the heat every which way but loose. And then a freshman named Charles Heisman Trophy winner Woodson. When the game was on the line of two minutes, he jumped over first-round pick Terry Glenn, so they're going to run over, intercepted the ball, won the game. The next year, we go to Columbus. They're number two in the nation again. We got 12 personnel. They said we're 14-point underdog. We ran the counter left. We ran the counter right. We, just, we ran it about eight times in a row. We made them just flat quit. We're physical. We're running team. We said we're going to draw the line on the sand. We're going to tell you right now, we're going to get in the middle of the ring. It's a boxing match. We're not going to dance. You come right here. If you want to hit us, we're not moving. That's what we did. And then, and of course, in 97, we're the better football team. We let them <laughs> hang around. That's how we did. We just made them feel good for a while. And Wilson gave up a touchdown. Wilson was my worst defensive back versus Ohio State, okay? He gave up a touchdown pass. Only one they had. I mean, but they have a man win the Heisman Trophy. He did the Heisman pose on him after he returned the punt. So, again, my first three years there, we beat those people. Two years, we were the underdog. So, right now, you, you're the underdog. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, who are we? It's Bosin back. Three yards in a cloud of dust. We're going to hit you in the mouth. We're going to say how tough you are. Now, and I said this, I think, two weeks ago. We were talking about, about them. We said, I said, they're a finesse football team. So, they'll, they'll pass. They want to throw the football. When Urban was there, they weren't a finesse football team. They were a gap scheme Physical run down the hill play, RPO outside. They gotten away from that. They run zone, a little zone replay, and want to throw the ball deep. It's not the same. Their offensive line is more pass protect than run block. Now they ran the ball with success this past weekend, but that's not what they've been most of the year. So therefore, they'll give you a chance to beat them because all of a sudden they want to go from being a finesse zone team to a pass team to try to run the football and match Michigan. No. That's the advantage to, to Michigan. So, no, we got a chance. Well, anytime you show up and you weren't wearing that amazing blue, <laughs> you got a chance. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you mentioned 96. So, 96 yeah. was out of you, you had an unbelievable. Look, it was a superhuman performance by Shimunga Biaka Batuka in, in 95, right? 313. You went down there in 96. They had payback on their mind, and they had a corner named Sean Springs. I remember all I remember is is, is Ty Streets catching one and going a long way, Vans going a long, long way. He ran a long while. So and they had everyone, like you said, they had everyone on that team that year. They had they had probably three first rounders in the secondary. But you know what? When we were pounding them and they started trying to get close to the line of scrimmage, we were over top of them. And, and that's what that's what we are right now, though, guys. We are a hard, physical one team. So plaques and pass should be a staple of what we do. I'm not talking about boots and naked with a quarterback on the edge. We should do that. Urban Meyer made that comment about four four games ago when they had we're talking about Michigan. So we should get the guy on the, on the perimeter because he's a pretty good athlete, and that's true. But when you run the ball like we do, either hard plaques pass or RPO, it is going to be there. Why? Because the linebackers, they know we got to stop the run. So the middle of the field – you know, from the line of scrimmage about 10 to 15 yards, it's going to be there in this ball game. Now, can we take advantage of it? We're going to find out. And can we protect well enough to get the ball down the field? Illinois went to seven-man protection versus us. I'm saying for us right now, at worst, we need to be in six-man protection. At worst. And our tight ends, when our best players, that means a bat, you you in there chipping the defensive ends and may, maybe get out late 
But our tight end needs to be out because he's one of our better receivers. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, but if I was on offense right now at Michigan, you know, I'm coming out in empty formation. I'm throwing that ball over the football field. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spread them out. Let's, let's go back to last year. What did Georgia do to us? They came out what? And empty. Yeah. And RPO they, Michigan to death. They spread us out. It was quick game. It was RPO. You learn from your past. Guess what I'm doing? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to spread you out. I'm going to be an empty, make you check, motion back in the backfield, and run the ball. So I'm doing those kind of things to set up my plays to attack it. But if I'm a defensive coach, that's what I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you what I don't want to see. So if I'm telling my OC, that's what we're going to do. They don't want to see that. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then defensively, I mean, we talk so much about Michigan, the way they were able to run the football. You mentioned it at the very, at the very onset. You said you blitzing from the parking lot. It was a huge factor getting in C.J. Stroud's face last year in Vance. I said it before. I'll say it again. That man was rattled. He was rattled last year. And it seems like he get if you can get to him, he gets rattled. Like you, some, certain quarterbacks, you hit them, you, you might bother them, but you don't rattle them. Seems like you can rattle C.J. Stroud. You can. I mean, it's, I look at this year compared to last year. He's been hit more this year than last year. They're not scoring as well as they did ago last year because guess what they're not doing well? They're not running the ball as well. See, the running game protected him because now you have to worry about the running game. It gave him time this year because the back's been injured and some other situations. They've been struggling with the running game, so people have been getting after him. And also, they've been seeing more man-to-man this year. Guys are walking up on those receivers. Now, Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr., He's been beating one-on-one, that type of thing. But, again, Marvin Harrison, you're not going down my sideline for no jump ball. You might beat me on the slam, but you're not beating me on no fade. So I'm going – I'm telling my corners right now, just an old coach talking, this is one route you're not catching. I'm just telling you right now. If you want to go outside, you're going to get broke. I might get a personal foul. We're getting a fight because you're that stupid to come into my, my technique. I'm just sorry. It's not going to happen. Other guys might do it, but he's not going to do it. I told him a story about – used to tell my DBs playing one-on-one. I said, I'll tell you what leverage is. I say, you know, it's like your mama's house. And some fool from the break of your mama's house is going to take all her groceries, her brand-new TV, her radio. You're going to let that happen? Of course you're not. So if I'm playing outside leverage, it's like being in my mama's house. You can't come in here, son. It's going to be a fight. See, so far this year, it's like, okay, my alignment and this split, I'm inside technique. This split, I'm outside technique. Uh-uh. I'm outside technique unless you're on the sideline. So you're going inside. I'm taking you out to mix. But that's just, again, that's an overtired coach talking. See, I got a hat. See that hat right there? That beautiful hat. They got a feather in that hat. You see that feather? Beautiful. Straight out of Chicago. I was with the bear. I got this. Mike Brown set me up with this hat. Mike, my safety. Mike Brown. So I'm ready, Sam. I'm ready for these guys. I, like I said, Vance, I thought you were retired, but I we brought this game up. It seemed like you ready to ready to pull that whistle out. Just call me. Just call, pick up the phone and call me. That's all you got to do. I'm ready to play. Put me in the press box for just one game. That's all I want. Just one game. I, I help them out. <laughs> Well, folks, before we get on over to getting to your questions, and they're starting to line up. If you have questions for Vance Bedford, get them in now. 
a little business to kind of handle. First and foremost, you see we rep 24-7 sports all day, every day. That's where the MichiganInsider.com is. That's where all of our football, basketball, and recruiting intel and coverage, where it goes down. And right now, 75% off the Black Friday deal early is going on right now. Get you a full year of access to 24-7 sports to the Michigan Insider. That's that's getting you through signing day, through Michigan-Ohio State, through the playoffs, the Big Ten Championship and the playoffs. Yeah, I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. So you can go on and get that 75% off right now over on the MichiganInsider.com. But experiences. Experiences are what connects generations. The soundtrack of our lives, the sounds that we know, the voices we trust, you trust like Vance, you, you trust me, hopefully. Maybe you trust Jim Harbaugh, right? These sounds, they come from everywhere, everywhere we go. You know, sports, music, history. There's a marketplace pa- platform now that curates these experiences. It's called Distinct. Provides a first-of-its-kind opportunity for everyone to claim ownership of their personal soundtrack. Um, imagine for a second you go to Michigan, Ohio State last year. Snowflakes falling. You know, you want to capture that experience in perpetuity. You Maybe you want to capture Aiden Hutchinson's experience in perpetuity. You can have that opportunity now. You can have that chance with our friends at Distinct. And now there is a marketplace focused on Ann Arbor with Jim Harbaugh serving as the voice of Ann Arbor. Through Distinct, the trusted home for audio first digital collectibles, the first Digital collectible marketplace focused solely on audio content. And they have the Ann Arbor digital collectible now. And it's Ann Arbor is featuring Jim Harbaugh, the first audio digital collectible available as part of the College Town collection. Evokes the sights and sounds of the town and resonates with everyone who spent time in Ann Arbor. Like the voice of Ann Arbor digital collectible, Jim Harbaugh is always with distinct digital collectibles. All the owners of the Ann Arbor digital collectible will be privy to special themed utilities, benefits, and experiences. And they're, you know, audio experiences, audible, audio collectibles like this one, straight from Jim Harbaugh himself, special for you people. So here you go. Here is Jimmy. If you know, you know. Ann Arbor, Michigan, the 734. There's just nothing like it. From the moment you side-saddle the river to your first step on the diag, you realize it's more than a destination. It's more than an institution. And it's even more than Saturdays in the fall. Although those are pretty special. So, a thousand, only a thousand of the Ann Arbor Collection, voiced by Jim Harbaugh, are available right now. You can get them over at distinct.so. Distinct.so. $100 gets you that digital collectible. Comes with experiences, many of which haven't been announced yet. Some of which I'll be involved with. Maybe there might be a special film study with a certain member of the coaching community. Who knows? Who knows what this digital collectible will unlock for you? So go check it out. Distinct.so and start curating the digital soundtrack to your life. Now, let's get to the questions from Vance Bedford. All right, so Vance, Michigan, Ohio State, 
We saw last year they could not stop Michigan on the ground. I had several questions here now. Do you think the changes that they made, that Jim Knowles has brought in, do you think that that will substantially change their ability to defend the run this year? I think it, they've made some improvements, but it's not about what they're doing. It's about what we're doing. If all of us line get on our, the down people and they get blocked and, and have creases in there while running backs can hit it, we still should be rushing for 150 yards in the ball game. So it's not about anything about what Ohio State's going to do. It's about what we do. And that's what it's all about. We physical. We get on our blocks, maintain our blocks. They blitz and we pick up the blitzers. And our backs and finals creases on the secondary. 150 yards rushing, I mean, to win the ball game. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, as we get to more of the questions here, you mentioned earlier about play action, Vance. And one of the questions here from Robert DeMoss, why isn't play action doing so well? They don't have to go for the home run like a quick post. And I'll say this, Vance, watching Michigan's offense, they, I, I want to say five or six play action passes in, in the first half. One of them got dropped, by the way. But they didn't go play action shots. You know, they no no double moves or anything like that. They didn't really attack down the field with, with play action passing. But I'm curious what you think of what how much they've done it or how little they've done it and why they don't do it more. Yeah, I don't know that. I th- in my opinion, they should be able to do it more. I think it plays to JJ's strength because again, if you play in a zone team, they got to play to run. You give them play action pass. To me, deep overrides, uh, dig routes, and that's what Ohio State runs a lot of deep overrides because of play-action pass and small POs. I think we have the ability to even be better than what they are when it comes to those type of plays. Why is not in our resumes for us what we're doing? I don't know that. I don't know how uh, our two offensive coordinators get together and talk about the passing game, what's there, or what can J.J. do, what throws that he likes, what throws he doesn't like. I don't know that. But who do we have that can go deep that can make a play? We Again, my man number one, ball hit his hand. You can say, what's well, a difficult catch? Yeah, it's a difficult catch. Son, you're a wide receiver. The key word is receiver. Like I said before, when our group was called split in, that means it was a tight end that split out. So he didn't, he didn't make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Is he a split in or is he a wide receiver? Right now, he's playing like a, a, a split in. He got to make that play. No doubt. No doubt. Look. There were some throws left on the field. There were some uh, some some balls that should have been caught. I kind of felt like as they got into the second half when, when Blake went out, they kind of they kind of especially on first down, they kind of leaned heavier run. And that's how it felt anyway. And Illinois was ready for that. They were having none of you're not running on us on first down, especially. And so they put Michigan in second and long time and time again. And then of course Michigan in the fourth quarter. Uh, they kind of got away from that a bit and started running more of their their man beaters more frequently, and they were able to make enough plays to go ahead and and win the game. But I just I, I think this is this is a game where I have to see JJ be more of the reason, more of the the catalyst for for victory, uh, maybe picking up for some of the the run game, and that could be with his legs. That doesn't necessarily have to just be with his arm, Vance. It could be with his with his legs too. All right, so here's one, Vance. I already know the answer to this question. I know what you're going to say. Malachi McKinney says, can Michigan win without getting a sack? Sure, they might pressure him some, but will we win if we can't get him on the turf? Talking about C.J. Stroud. I'm not worried about the sacks. I'm worried about pressures and quarterback hits. 
the ball can get off. You hit a quarterback, say, 10, 12 times. And you go in the fourth quarter, you know what he start doing? Looking at the pass rush. When a quarterback's looking at the pass rush, his, his eyes not down the football field. Therefore, he misses some throws. So it's not about the sacks. It's about the quarterback hits. So long-term in the ball game, it causes him to either throw the ball short or overthrow the ball because he's anticipating pressure coming. So the key thing is pressure and quarterback hits more than sacks. All right, here's one, Vance. It says, uh, Vance, Michigan tried running J.J. against Illinois. It never seemed to work. What went wrong? I, I like they tried running into running into zone. What did you what did you think about why they couldn't run? Yeah, JJ got to read it better. He got to read the defensive end better. Instead of thinking he's back in high school where he can outrun people to the sideline, turn up. One time he ran, if he turns up, he got five yards, maybe more. But he kept trying to outrun guys to the sideline and gained two yards. That's on JJ. So again, that comes with the number of times that he's done that. He didn't pull the ball very much. And that shows a lack of experience and decision-making to make a play. All right, here's another one from Evan Corson, who says, Vance, Michigan hasn't gotten much pressure the past few games. How do they get pressure on CJ without just blitzing? You know, Big Mike was hurt this past ball game. He's been my guy that's uh, given us pressure. Also, Illinois had a lot of third down and, and one to five. So that means they're doing quick routes. So you're not getting pressure, you're not getting sacks. And, and that's been the issue with that situation. Anytime a team runs the ball on first down and they winning, in other words, it's second down and six, it's, it's a difficult situation for a defense. But, again, we need Big Mike to be 100%. He can give us pressure one-on-one. But, again, we're better off when we do – we bring extra guys and we stunt than just a four-man pressure because we don't have those kind of guys right now. Last year, you had Aiden who had – Interception in the last this past week in the National Football League, you had a job. You had two guys that could win one on one. And I said this earlier in the year, I don't see those kind of guys this year like those two guys. I've seen a team concept with pressure. We have more sacks, but as far as individual, when you're talking about big games, great players show up in big games. Aiden Hutchinson showed up last year in this game. Ojabo showed up last year in this game. You know, I don't see those kind of guys right now individually like that. To me, the young 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 man Graham inside, he done showed me something now. He showed me he's quick enough and strong enough to be the guard one-on-one inside. Some of the other guys haven't shown me that. And maybe I don't see the film like defensive staff has seen the film, but what I can tell off the television, kid playing 40 snaps in the ball game. He might be able to be the guy one-on-one. Yeah, I felt like Mike, I felt like at one point, I don't know this for a fact, we're talking about Big Mike, I felt like he was lobbying to get on the field. I felt like he, he wanted to play. I think it was, you know, just getting him as, as close to 100% as possible for this game. So I I just feel like you're you're going to see him be a real presence in this. Well, time will tell, of course, but uh, Extra Fluffy Eel asks, is or says it's going to be extremely difficult to sustain drives with any sort of clock with our injuries and Jim Knowles's style. Do you agree with that, Vance? No, no. I, it, people have been on on the offense about well, we don't throw the ball enough. I, I go back. I think it was two games ago. We came out throwing the football, okay, and we had some incomplete passes. So all of a sudden, now it's second down and ten. We're behind the sticks. We don't play well behind the sticks. So. I think part of our philosophy is offensively, we don't want to put J.J. 
behind the sticks so they take fewer risks. In order for Michigan to win this ball game, you got to take some risks. So if you three and out, life goes on. Defense, go play football. The next thing is we got to win special teams-wise. Ohio State in the past three ball games, special teams-wise, have made plays. So our special teams need to be on, on point. We can't give up blocks. We can't give up returns. But we got to come out. We got to spread that their defense out. We got to block that 44, the defensive end, get the ball down the field, see kind of receivers go make plays. Yeah, so you said you got to take risks. Look, when you when you call for a lot of RPOs, you're you're putting that's a lot of trust to put in your quarterback, right? Uh, you go back to that Orange Bowl. You said you know, copy Georgia. You look at what beat you, copy Georgia. Georgia RPO the hell out of Michigan fans. I mean, I want to say it was 13, 14 RPOs in the first half, yeah. right? And so that was. One of the things that I was looking for, and I'll talk to Van, uh, talk to Al about this later. One of the things I was looking for with JJ, like, man, it, you know, I, I know that wasn't a staple of the offense, but it just wasn't as much Cade's thing. But it felt like that was natural for for JJ, and they don't RPO a ton. Now they did it a, a time or two last week, but that leads us to this question from Mark R. R. Edwards or this this prediction. He said we ran a few RPOs versus Illinois. And each one of them was effective to a degree. Look for more RPOs this Saturday. Do you think that is something that could work for Michigan bands? Yes, I do. I think it could work for us. I mean, that's, that's, if you run as much inside zone as we do because of our run game and our running backs, the RPO is going to be there. I mean, it's top of RPO. You guys said we got to go man to man. So now if you go man to man, the ball breaks, you got one guy in the middle of the field that can go for a touchdown. I mean, so those are things that I think you're going to have to show up. I got to say, JJ. This game, we're going to put it on you, bro. We're going to put the game on you. You got to go out. We have you here for a reason. We brought you here to play in games just like this. Son, here's the ball. It's your ball. Let's go play. And in order for Michigan to win this ball game, J.J. going to play his best game of the year. And I mean by throwing the football, I mean running the football. He's got to bring his A game. He's got to make some throws he hadn't made this year. And, and J.J. right now doesn't show me a lot of poise in the pocket. He doesn't show me the awareness so far that he reads his own coverages and knows what's going on. He has guys open, but he doesn't see them or he see them too late. The one that in the red zone where they ran a naked and my walk-on dropped the football 41. The tight end was wide open for a touchdown. Yeah, I saw that. He's wide open for a touchdown. So put the ball on. A, I'm thinking I'm thinking six points. Now, if he throws a 41, people say, well, he, would have, he wouldn't have scored. It'll have given you a first down inside the five. But your tight end who catches the ball extremely well, it's a touchdown. But J.J. didn't see it. Another time, they were in three-by-one formation. They ran a high-low to the field. J.J. didn't have a lot of pressure, but for some reason, he scrambled away from passing strength. There was no way to throw the football. It's like he was not aware of where are my receivers. So, again, that's the, to me, that's the experience of a, of a young guy who's just trying to figure it out. Uh-huh. All right, Vance, here's one from Walter Bradley. He said, Vance, who would you have Marvin Jr. have on Marvin Jr. number five, Green or our freshman Will Johnson? I'm saying Green or Will. Uh, number five, every game gives up a jump ball. He's talking about DJ. He's, yeah, he's saying DJ gives up a jump ball every game. He would put he would put Jamai or, or Will Johnson on Marvin Harrison. I'm putting Turner on him, man. I'm putting Turner. Hey. All week long, Turner, you, you're traveling with this guy. 
I want you to tell me when he steps off the bus with shoes he got, what socks he has on. I want you to know everything about him. I want to know when he gets in the stands, if it's elongated, what route he's going to run. What's his favorite move? He's going to know everything about him. And I'm playing out. We playing man almost to outside press. If he releases, he's going to go inside to where your help is. So, Turner, you my best guy. This is, this is the game of the year. This is why you're here, son. You want to be an NFL prospect? That receiver's an NFL prospect? Babe, it's, it's your show. I'm turning you loose. So, Turner, you're going to follow him wherever he goes. All the time you won't get him if he's in the slot. So that means, that means they're afraid of you. So that's, that's my deal. So, Turner, you're going to be on him all, the whole ball game. Your other guys, you're going to adjust to the other receivers. That's what I'm going to do. All right. All right, so uh, here's another one. Gaming for you says, Vance, is there one thing that worries you that Ohio State will exploit right away? If so, do you think we can recover quickly and apply that to both sides of the ball? Is there one thing that worries you when you're on offense? Is there one thing that worries you most when you're on defense? I'm worried about the play-action pass. When they cut, when they're in a two-by-two formation to the speed side, the slot receiver, he's running over routes off a play-action pass. That's been open against us. They run it against everybody, and no one's really stopped it. I'm concerned about that, that we're a zone team. The middle field is going to be open, okay? And now if I'm on offense, is that when we run the football, can we block their front? That's my whole thing. If we can block their front, then the passing game will take care of itself because now we can slow them down. So that's the key. So can I stop the intermediate routes versus Ohio State's offense over the middle between – which is on our linebackers now. And then the other way around is we got to be able to run the football and get movement so now we can stand second down and medium in the ball game. Mm-hmm. All right. So Crypto KC says, so Vance, what I hear you saying is that Ohio State will try to win on first down defensively and try to get out to a two-possession lead early offensively. Is that correct? That You're on point. That is correct. Name of the game is when you talk to the defensive staff, everybody talks about third down. But defensive coaches now, if you went on first down and it's second down and seven plus, not many offensive coordinators want to be in third down alone. So if it's second and seven plus, they're trying to get to third down and one to four. When I was with Urban Meyer at Florida, he said if he was in second down and seven plus, his philosophy was he went to his third down and medium package because he's trying to get to third down and medium and short. He didn't want to be in third down and seven because that's not what we were. We weren't a drop-back team because the offensive line wasn't a drop-back type hit. They were a physical knock-you-off-the-ball guy. So in a drop-back back pass situation, we weren't about as good. Yeah, this was something that was interesting. So Sam Vance, Michigan pulled those screens out for the first time this year, I believe. Vance, if you're the defense coordinator, do you think Michigan is setting something uh, both both those screens hit Vance because they had to be surprised because Michigan hadn't run a screen all year long. Great call because it was a man to man team. They were to block. They were able to block the guy who had the back man to man. So it was a great call, great adjustment, great game plan going into the game. So I would imagine you're gonna see some of the same things in this game. They got a good feel for what Ohio State's doing on defense. So you might see a couple of plays you really hadn't seen a lot of this year to attack what they're doing. So, to me, screen's always a great thing because of what he does defensively. Uh, tailback screen versus Ohio State could be good this, this particular game. All right. 
Uh, Christopher Robinson said, JJ can become a superstar in this game. Seize the moment, lad. Uh, you know, he's sort of laying out that his receivers need to pl- make plays for him. You know, Ronnie Bell, Cornelius Johnson, Roman Wilson, Andre Anthony. I, you know, I think uh, matchups are are important too. I really think this could be a game for number 14, Roman Wilson. He's their fastest receiver. I think he's their best deep ball tracker. He, he's kind of like number three or four on the depth chart. He's always drawing like one of their one of the worst DBs on the other side. I just feel like that's a matchup. Whoever he faces, they might be able to exploit in this game. When I watch this play, and I don't watch the offense as greatly as I watch the defense, number one. And watching a television copy, you really can't see a lot of things. So I don't understand their concepts as far as what they're trying to do. But Ohio State's a zone team, so you got to attack zone football. And you do it with certain types of, of flood patterns outside or hollows inside based on what, what they're doing. If you look what Illinois did to us, they did a lot of a bubble wheel. I mean, number one, cleared out. Number two, faked and ran a wheel route in a bubble. So they attack zone football. That's called a flood pattern. Mm-hmm. We're a cover three team. So guess what they did? They flooded that zone. They cleared out the deep guy, the second level guy. A couple of times he wasn't there, so they dumped the ball off 15 yards deep. So they attacked us with a certain scheme. So based on what Ohio State is doing scheme-wise, we need to attack their scheme. And I don't know what that is. I haven't seen their defense enough to know. But if we don't, I watch us play as more, to me, like isolation routes. Mm-hmm. We don't have isolation receivers. We don't have guys that can win one-on-one. So, therefore, you got to see more concepts, some type of hollow to attack linebackers off a of play-action pass. Vance. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here, here it is. Vance, are you seeing Ohio State's O-line tipping pass versus run plays based on their stance? I know you kind of called that out. Oh, yes, they do. They're big. They got us because they're so big, they got to show what they're doing. So, it's up to D-line, and D-line coaches say, this guy's sitting light. We need, we need to go get them right now. We could not pass rush stance. Because right now, they're showing it because they're not a great running team. They try to run it more this past ball game, had some success. They did. But, again, they are tipping their hands. So, again, D-line coaches I've been around, and one thing, he would break things down. He'd have his guys study the guy's stances. They're looking for any indicator. For example, when a guy pulls like a guard pulls, a lot of times he's a little bit more off the ball. So that guy on him, I saying, bird, bird, bird. Hey, I got a puller coming your way. So all those things, I'm pretty certain that Mike Elston is teaching those guys, look for these details here. So, you know, hey, you're sitting like pass rush mode. Let's go get it. So I'm pretty certain that, that they do tip their hand. All right. Jay Lovejoy, how aggressive do you think Jesse Minter uh, will be in dialing up pressure for the front seven nickel corner blitz? Uh, your, you know, your nickel rock, your backer rock. Uh, how are we game planning on, on defense? I know you aren't meeting Vance based on what you, you've seen. How do you think Michigan's game planning on defense? So go and get them. You, you can't be afraid. Well, CJ Stroud, Heisman, Heisman, from what I'm going to go get him. I'm getting off the bus to go get him. I, I got to tell you this story. I, I'm, I'm going to digress. We playing at West Virginia, and, and everybody were up-tempo, fast. They were scoring 50 points a game. We playing in West Virginia. Do you know that my man shortened the game? He ran the ball more than he threw. They were, they were fast, and they were going fast. So we working two others in practice. We're getting that game. Sam, he checked every time. In the red zone, he threw it every snap. Against us, you know what he did? 
He ran it. We beat him in West Virginia. That year they played, it was either Oklahoma, Clemson, or Orange Bowl. They scored 70 points. They went up, up tempo. But you know why he didn't go up tempo versus us that year? Boy, I blitzed him first down, second down, third down. And they scored because my nickelback should have been outside. They jumped his happy ass inside, got beat for a touchdown. By Tavon Austin was a first-round pick. Came out the next series. You know what I did? I blitzed him first down, second down, third down, with three plays now. He was scared to death to get behind the sticks. I didn't care. He had a first-round pick receiver, a second-round pick receiver, and the quarterback starting from Seattle right now. I flat didn't care. I said, the only chance we had, I'm going to get that quarterback. So my thing was getting the, the play caller's head, which I did. He changed everything he did because what we were doing defensively. So I'm saying right now for Jesse, man, do what you do. Against Illinois, he backed off his pressure. They didn't play to our strengths. We're a pressure team. That's what we are. We're a movement team. So we're going to sit back and say, let's try to play coverage and slow them down. You're not going to slow them down. They will go up and down the football field on us. Vance, it, it is. it goes without saying that having the benefit of talking to someone who's been in this, in this rivalry, it, it means something. Wow. It means something to hear from, from someone who has seen the team rise to the occasion who has seen the underdog triumph in this contest. And so that's why you, you said it earlier, you always have a chance in, in this contest. Now it's pick time. You've laid out what they have to do. The question is, will they do it? So kind of handicap the game. I know it's a little unfair because you don't know how healthy different guys are going to be or, or if they even are going to be available. But let's, let's assume that they're going to play, but they're not going to be 100%. How do you see this game playing out? 31-28, Michigan on the road. 31-28, Michigan on the road. J.J.'s going to have a great game. He's been waiting for this moment. You can't ask for anything better to for a quarterback to be the number four team in the country, to play the number three team in the country, in the horseshoe. ESPN going to be there for game day. Everybody in the country is going to watch the game. What, what more can you ask for from JJ? The eyes of the world are on me. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to light it up. <laughs> hey, man, I think, I think the young fella is ready. I, I know maybe the results, he's been inconsistent of late. And this is one of the things we'll get into with Al. He's been talking a lot, and he's been talking about it for weeks, more so behind the scenes than on it. But he said he's going to get into it this week. He said, you know, mechanics repeating mechanics for him is is something that is going to have to be a focus. And if you know, JJ, you know, he's, he's working on it, but a fan will say, well, how's that going to improve? And when we, you can focus on it enough to, to be better, but getting him rhythm, you get a quarterback's rhythm different ways. I think getting him rhythm is put him on the move, Vance, put him on the move, let him throw on the run, give him some RPOs. This, this kind of gets him to gets him to lather and gets him in the zone. Because he's he's a ball player. That's the thing. I mean, whatever that that thing is, you know, th- think about it. That that game. As much as he struggled, as many throws as he missed, as many passes that were dropped when it was clutch time. Dropping a snap, pick it up, scramble, hit a dude. He was making plays when you had to have him because they just said, "Hey, go be a ball player." And I think this would be one of the, one of those games where they might have to say, "You know what, JJ, go be a ball player." I happen to think he can do it. I already told you my game plan. 
I'm coming out. I'm gonna empty the first play. I'm throwing. I'm throwing a quick game. I'm coming out the next play. I'm in three by one formation. I'm motioning my tail back out to empty. I'm gonna throw it to my tight end or option route. I'm going right down the field. I'm three steps out right down the field. I'm not even worried about. It. I'm gonna tell those guys right now. This, hey, JJ, this is your game. We trust you. We're gonna give you a chance. We're gonna spread them out so you can see the coverage. We're gonna give you a chance to understand who's coming, what, when, and where. Now. You got a guy blitzing here, throw away he's blitzing from. That's what I'm going to do. On being empty, motion back in the backfield, I'm running a counter play. I'm making him adjust. I'm going to hit him in the mouth down here. I mean, that's what I'm doing. I, I go back to uh, my, I come back to Michigan in 2007. We played Florida in a bowl game. Our game plan, we lined up and empty, motion Mike Hart back in the backfield. He went up and down the football field. We line and empty through the football. So he went to an empty check. We motioned the backfield. Mike Hall going through him like, 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 like duck through butter. I mean, but we made them have to adjust. We didn't line up and say, hey, come be there. Better football team than we did. They had more talent, more first round picks than we had. We had a good football team, but we just lined up and say, we're going to play Michigan the old fashioned way. Florida would, Tim Tebow and Percy Harvin, they ran through us. But we said, hey, we're going to make you have to adjust. And they really couldn't. That's why we won the ball game. And right now, we need to do the same thing with J.J. J.J., is on you, baby. That's right. If you win this game, you might be wearing my hat. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I, what I do to him? I send him that feather. See that feather right there? I send him my feather. I give him another one. I, we got geese and, and all kinds. Of, I go kill me a, a duck and put a feather in my hat. I'm good. I, I send him my have, feather. <laughs> you about to have Peter in my bitches, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, man, folks, you got to love this, right? Michigan, Ohio State, undefeated. This is what you sign up for. Hey, look, man, and that's why as much as it sucks to have guys be injured, they have some injured guys, too. You want all your guys to be 100%, but there's, there's something about a game like this, a moment like this where guys rise to the occasion, man. I think this is going to be a hell of a game. Can't wait to see it play out. We're going to be covering it. Got three correspondents. By the way, announcement. So the pregame show. So we do a pregame show live on WTK every week. Well, this week we're going live. We're going to stream it live just like we do this with, with Vance and with Al and with Devin. We're going to do that show live. We have correspondents in Columbus on the field, in the concourse, in the press box. So we're going to give you the feel down in Columbus. We're going to give you the analysis as well. Break down everything, injury reports from down at the stadium. We're going to give you everything real time starting three hours before kickoff. So set your calendars, set your clocks starting at 8 o'clock on Saturday from 8 until 11. We will go live on the pregame show. You can check it on the Facebook. If you're looking at us on Facebook, it'll be there. You're looking at us on YouTube, it'll be there. You're listening to us on the podcast page, it'll be there. Wherever you listen to us, you get us, you'll be able to hear us that day. And we'll also go live with the post-game show, breaking down what Vance just said to be a victory. You you retracting, Vance, or you staying with it? Retracting? Are you crazy? 31 to 28 Wolverines. J.J. is going to light them up. So Let's go. What are we talking about? We're going to be live after the game, too. So after the post-game press conference and the post-game network show, we will be breaking it down 
live here on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on the podcast page, all of that. Be sure to be with us all game day long over on the MichiganInsider.com, which, by the way, I want to remind you, this is the time, 75% off Black Friday deal, off an annual subscription. Doesn't get any cheaper. No more bang for your buck than this. Take advantage of it right now. And also, don't forget, special treat. Heard from my friends at Distinct. They have partnered with Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh himself is now the voice of Ann Arbor through Distinct, selling the the digital collectible experience here in Ann Arbor. You want to experience Ann Arbor with Jim Harbaugh as the narrator? The Ann Arbor digital collectible is on sale through Distinct at distinct.so. Again, distinct.so. Ann Arbor featuring Jim Harbaugh is the first audio digital collectible available as part of their College Town collection. It evokes the sights and the sounds of the town and resonates with everyone who spent time in Ann Arbor, like the voice of Ann Arbor digital collectible Jim Harbaugh did. So again, you want to experience that and all of the other perks that come with it. You're going to have that that ownership. Only a thousand of these are available. Again, there are going to be some themed gifts that come with it as well, and even some invitations to some special experiences. I sort of teased one that we're talking about. You like these film studies we do? What if we did a film study with someone who was maybe actually coaching Michigan right now? Would you like to be in on that? Well, if you buy this Ann Arbor Digital Collectible, you might get an invitation to something like that. So just keep that on your radar. All right, folks. That'll do it for another Michigan football breakdown focused on the defense. Again, we're getting to Al Borges a little bit later on tonight with the offensive breakdown. Be on the lookout for the film studies. Devin's film study is coming. Vance's film study is coming. Al's film study is coming. We are going to get you ready for the game. Vance, bro, man, I want a hat, Vance. I want a hat, man. I just got one question. Do they like my hat or Devin's hat? That's all I want to know. Please let me know. Huh? That's all I got to say. Go <laughs> <No> blue, baby. <laughs> Yours definitely have more style, man. It's definitely have more style, man. So, all right, folks. Thanks for watching another edition and listening to another edition of the Michigan Football Breakdown focused on the defense with Pants Pepper. Go blue.